Let me guess. You're juggling a full-time job, a business, managing your home and your family life, and a bajillion other things. Does that sound familiar? If you're struggling with how to manage your time while making your transition from the corporate world into entrepreneurship, or if you're a business owner and you are trying to manage all the things while building your business, let's chat about the very first step you have to take to better handle your time. Tired of staying in your career because of everyone else's expectations? Frustrated by the curveballs life has thrown your way? Unsure of how to navigate the journey ahead? If you said yes, say hello to your new hangout. Welcome to the Reinvention Warrior Podcast. I'm your host, Susie Q. Just like you, I was desperate to leave my 16-year career while also navigating major life hurdles. Rather than be a victim, I faced my fears, created a plan, and took action. I overhauled my life and successfully left corporate. Now, it's your turn. This is the place where your determination takes center stage. You'll learn strategies to navigate the chaos and your transformation will be unleashed. It's time to armor up, ladies. We are warriors. Let's blaze our own path. Yesterday, I had the amazing opportunity to be a part of a local organization's meeting, which is the Women in Entrepreneurship here in Anderson County in Tennessee. And one of the themes that I really noticed, there was four of us there that were chatting and sharing our stories and talking about our businesses. And something that we tend to struggle with, especially I believe as women, is how we manage our time with building a business, all our family responsibilities, if we're still working a corporate job or some sort of part-time job, it's managing all the things and how to squeeze in all our responsibilities in the nooks and crannies of our day. So it can feel very overwhelming to try and figure out what in the world am I supposed to do when I am committing myself to so many responsibilities. And some of the things that it made me think about is when I was working full time, I was trying to build a business and I was managing my family and my household and all the various areas of my life and how exhausted I felt. (laughs) I'm sure you can totally relate to this. And some of the women that were there, they were managing a full-time job and they were building a part-time business that they were wanting to grow. The other women were full-time business owners and they're juggling motherhood and other responsibilities that they have. So you might find yourself in this position, you know, where you're managing all these things, a combination of all these responsibilities and you feel burnt out or you're just like, how do you, you manage it all? And I want to disclaimer this by saying that just because we see other women doing phenomenal things doesn't mean that they're not struggling because as many women as maybe, you know, handling the responsibilities of building a business, working in a corporate job, uh, juggling the family schedule, and all the various things that we become responsible for over time as seasons change, it doesn't mean that it's just a 
cakewalk for them. Their strategy behind how to manage our time. And where I like to start, and that's why today I'm just going to start simple. We're going to start with the very first step. Because whether we're talking about time management or financial planning, we always have to start with the very same step. And the way I look at it is we can't manage our time without understanding where we are spending it. And like I said, that's the truth for our finances as well. So where you're spending your time is going to affect how well you can manage it. So the very top tip that I have for you today and the very first step of this process that we are going to walk through together is how to audit your time. We need to audit our time to understand where in the world we're even spending it. So right now, if you need to press pause or if you're driving, listen to it, but then I need you to come back and you're going to have a sheet of paper or your favorite notebook And yes, I know you're probably going to dread this and you're going to be like, Susie, are you for real right now? Do I really need to audit my time? Oh yes, friend, you certainly do. Because if we don't assess where we are and how we spend our time, there's no way we can make time or carve out time or eliminate things that are time wasters if we don't know where we're wasting it. So again, time to grab a sheet of paper, your favorite notebook, If you're driving or working out or maybe doing the dishes, because that's when I listen to podcasts too, or even folding the laundry. (laughs) That's when I tend to listen to my podcast. But if you're doing any of those activities and you can't stop, that's okay. Listen in. It's not going to hurt to hear this a couple times, but then come back to it ready and prepared with a notebook and a pen so that you can do this assessment and you can figure out what your time spent looks like. And on a fun note, I'm actually going to be publishing my workbook really soon. And all the exercises that I've walked you through on the podcast and things that I'm sharing with you today are all inside of this workbook that I'm creating, which really was developed with the goal of helping my current clients and future clients. It goes along with my coaching program. But I thought, you know, this could really be a standalone piece that you all would benefit from and that if you're not ready to invest in coaching or you just at a different season, then at least you can have a start to building your roadmap out of corporate. And so if you want to know when I officially launch it and publish my workbook, then I would encourage you to sign up as a VIP on my email list and you will get to find out first. You're going to get sneak peeks here and there. And so I'm going to put the link down below in the show notes. So if you just scroll down your podcast app, scroll down to the bottom and you'll see a link where it says to sign up for the email list and you'll be first to know when I launch my workbook. So let's get into this time audit, shall we? I bet... You were thinking that this was just going to be like a super hands-on tangible strategy and like I was going to give you every trick in the book. Now, yes, I do want to do that as well. But we do have to start with the beginning. And like I said, that's assessing where we're at and knowing how we spend our time. And I would say that 
you probably think you spend your time in one way and you actually spend your time very differently than you imagine or than you hope or than you plan, right? Because life happens, things come up and unanticipated things will happen. So on that piece of paper or notebook that you've got in front of you, I want you to draw out a table. On the left column, you're going to write time, okay? So on the left side of your sheet, you're gonna write time and that's gonna be our very first column. And then our second column is going to say detailed activity. And in this table, you're going to write in your detailed activity, well, what I believe my typical day looks like. And the reason why I say typical day is, well, let's just say, you know, once a quarter or once every six months, you have this, you know, workshop day or you travel for an event or you do something that is not your ordinary day-to-day -day schedule that's not a good day to base this assessment off of because it's kind of random right it's not a specific um it's more situational situational than it is uh a normal day for you so let's pick what a normal day looks like for you or pick a normal day to do this assessment because what happens is we want to get a gist of like how are we spending our time where do we fall off the bandwagon even though we have a plan in place or maybe you don't have a plan in place and we need to start there that's okay too but we want to know where we spend our time so again on the table you are drawing out left column says time and in this box what you're going to do is you're going to say okay I woke up at 6 a.m. from 6 to 6.30 is my morning routine, as an example. And then that's on the time side, 6 to 6.30. On the detailed activity column, you're going to write, that's your morning routine, okay? So this is what you believe your typical day looks like. So I don't want you to use this as a, oh, okay, I'm logging every single detail right now. No, no, no. First, I want you to sit down with this table and I want you to think about, okay, well, when do I normally wake up? What do I, what do I believe or where do I believe I spend my time? So is it a morning routine? Is it, you know, I have a morning routine that I believe is about half an hour, but really I spent about 45 minutes because I was scrolling on my phone and I was, you know, dealing with the baby crying or I was whatever, right? Everyone's situation is going to look very different. And when you start your work blocks, when you start, you know, getting prepared for your work day, um, doing things in your home, doing things for other people you care for, what are those different areas that you anticipate that you normally care for, care for or do? Uh, maybe it's meal prepping. Maybe it's packing lunches for the family and yourself. Maybe it's cooking lunch midday. So what does your entire day look like without actually tracking it? Like this is just you brain dumping what you believe your typical day is. Now you don't have to sit there and write minute to minute. This is more you estimating, okay, generally from 6 to 6.30, I do this. From 6.30 to 7, I do that. From 7 to 8, I have a power hour of work or whatnot, you know, and sit there and kind of break it out by half hour, hour increments, whatever feels most comfortable for you. But just put some estimations in there along with that detailed activity. Now, that's you estimating and 
making assumptions of what your typical day looks like, what you think it usually looks like. Now the shock factor is gonna come on the next activity. Now you're gonna do a second table, exactly the same. Time on the left column, detailed activity on the right. Except you're actually going to track what you do in a typical day. So from the moment you rise to the moment your head hits the pillow at night, I want you to track what you actually do. Because what I've learned is that what we believe we get done or where we focus our time actually differs significantly from what we actually get done in a day. It makes a world of a difference. And we just assume like, oh yeah, I did all these things. Uh, super simple. This is my schedule. It's a piece of cake. And then when push comes to shove and we actually notate where our time is spent, we end up recognizing, holy cow, this was way worse than I thought, or I spent so much time on a problem that I wasn't accounting for, or I was wasting time doing something silly like social media scrolling, or what I like to call busy work, you know, with my air quotes here of organizing things. You know, I'm a super organizer myself. So if that's you too, then a high five to you because I absolutely relate to that. But what this does by having this detailed account of where we actually spend our time, it can give us a really good eye-opening experience. And don't beat yourself over it, please. Don't take this as a, oh my gosh, I'm terrible. I'm managing my time. I suck at this, blah, blah, blah. Don't go down that rabbit hole. This is not to sabotage ourselves and not to beat ourselves up. This is with the, with the incentive and the idea that, hey, this is where I think I spend my time. Now I recognize where I'm actually spending my time. Where can I adjust? How can I tweak? How can I make this better for myself, for my family, for my business, for my career, for all the areas that matter to you? Because I know that this is what you want to do is you want to have a better grip on your time. But we can't do that until we actually understand how we're spending it, what we're doing, how we're handling it. So let's not beat ourselves up. This is truly, again, just an opportunity to compare where we thought we spent our time versus how we actually spend our time. And what I want you to do is as you compare these two tables, so now on one day you sat there, you did what you assumed your typical day looked like, and then on a normal day, on an actual normal day, not those one-off days, you sat down and minute to minute, you've tracked exactly where your time was spent, okay? Now, when you look at that, and you compare like, oh my gosh, I thought I had way more time available or I have way less time available. What are some of the major red flags or surprises that popped up for you that you need to really focus on? Is there time that you're doing things that is really irrelevant to your long-term goals? Are there things there that you question why you're even doing them in the first place? Like as you go through this exercise, I really want you to be candid and open and honest with yourself and think about, okay, where can I make some adjustments here? Are there any things that you're doing that are not necessary or that are just distractions? Maybe you need to minimize or fully eliminate them so that you can gain back some time to work on those other areas that are super important for you. So notice if you see any trends. Notice if you see anything that feels really inefficient in your day-to-day. -day. And by looking at that, you can sit there and say, okay, 
this makes a lot of sense. This is a great way to cut back some time and for me to be able to work on something else. So it's a really great opportunity for you to see where you thought you were spending your time, recognize where you're actually spending your time, and now make some adjustments based off of that. So this is the very first step. I know it's not this you know, glamorous step or all these detailed actions that you can take right away. But what I hope you'll gain from this is recognizing that in many areas of our life, if we don't assess or audit where we're at, we're not really going to be able to make any changes. We're not going to be able to pivot if we don't know where we're at. So we have to face this scary reality head on and really understand where we're at so that we can make adjustments to improve moving forward. So that, my friend, is the very first step in figuring out how to manage your time. You have to know where you're spending it so you know, so that you know how to budget for it in the future and how to make those tweaks and adjustments. So again, I hope that this activity has been helpful to you. I hope that you find those you know, nooks and crannies of time that you can now squeeze other enjoyable activities in or just productive things that you really want to get done. So I hope that you enjoyed this. And again, like I shared, I'm going to be launching my workbook pretty soon. So don't forget to sign up on the email list below in the show notes so that you can snag your copy too. Was there a golden nugget or two that made you instantly think of a friend or loved one who could use some inspiration? If you've ever had someone text you something that made them think of you, it puts the biggest smile on your face, doesn't it? If you can share this episode with one person, imagine the ripple effect we can have together. Let's collectively bring all the warriors in our lives to create a reinvention revolution. If you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you could leave me a five-star rating and review over on iTunes. It only takes you about 60 seconds to let me know what you think and what you want to hear more of. I'm pouring my heart into bringing you this content and your review goes a long way. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you on the next one.